It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. Vagina! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, I'm glad it was that and not the brew clip again. <laughs> I'm coming oh, we got down that too. We got I'm that coming too. down to Brooklyn, Max. Yes. Down to Brooklyn. We're to gonna kick talk his about ass. That clip. Talk about all the sound clips. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm glad I don't live there now anymore. Oh <laughs> my goodness. god! I'll be in Denver this summer. Don't no. worry. No. no. <laughs> Knock on your door and be like, "Let's have a conversation, Ben." Nowhere is yeah. safe. No. Oh, oh, Alyssa, before I um, introduce you, I forgot to ask you how to uh, pronounce your last name. It's Lubasich. Lubasich, yes. Lubasich, uh, okay. Alyssa Lubasich from the Circle season four yeah. is here for an exit interview. <laughs> here we go. The smoothest possible introduction yes. ever. Yes. 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 <laughs> my, my my whole life has been introductions of that same tune. So don't. Okay. okay. My joke with the nice ladies at the pharmacy <laughs> is that um, I need to marry somebody like a Jones or an Adams. Just completely eradicate the problem. But then you need to do a power move and say, but I'm keeping my last name. Oh, God. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> Please. Yeah, my mom kept her last name, but it's not that easy to pronounce. So whenever we go to restaurants, she would just say Smith, you know, yeah. just give like an easy last. It's yeah, just always works. just Smith. Yeah. Like, fuck That's it. So you know. Smart. Yeah. Like, if, excuse me, if it doesn't matter, I'm totally I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to take your mom's method. That's the way. Yeah. I do something funner. I do like Yankovich or something like that. You know that. I would love that because it would be like almost a good pressure test of the type of people you're looking, you're talking to. Because if you say that and the person's like, like of the Yankoviches, and then yeah. you're like, no, that's a friend. I mean, I've been called a little weird before. But yeah, you're, exactly. you're a friend of Al. <laughs> You're a friend of weird. Right this You're way, sir. <laughs> You're a friend of Mr. Weird. <laughs> they like kick two people out of the nicest table. Like, Get the fuck out. Get out. Do you know who this is? He's a friend of Mr. Weird. <laughs> Mr. Weird. I love that. So Alyssa, how are you doing today on this lovely Wednesday afternoon to talk everything circle? I am doing pretty well. Um, you guys know we're heading into our wrap party this week, so we're reuniting with everyone, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's actually kind of weird to think that, like, for most of us, we've only ever seen each other, like, at the finale. And, like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is so weird. Not for everybody. Obviously, I've seen some people in between, but... For... Now, will the Spice Girls be coming to this wrap party? That's the most important question. And... One of the, my favorite DMs that I receive is if the Spice Girls keep in touch with me. <laughs> and I just, for those, for those people, I'm like, it is so lovely and sweet of you to think that they would ever <laughs> breathe in my direction ever again. It's simply, it, they don't, they forgot that I even was there. No. I can promise you. No. <laughs> Cookie didn't forget. Come on. Cookie. What a Cookie. tiny dog. Cookie is so small. <laughs> Just a small, frail thing. Cookie, was... alas! Oh, Cookie! <laughs> that was, was that the best part that was the question at the, the top of my girls? list. Was, was that the best was part? Was Cookie. Um, <laughs> no. The best part... The best part... Well, the Spice Girls said they were very impressed by me. And that... Oh. I mean... Like, there's no daddy issue that that type of a comment can't solve. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I can I I thought about stopping my therapy after that, because what else do I need to you're resolve? Good now. Yeah. <laughs> what else is there to resolve? They were impressed Bye. <laughs> absolutely not. I also it's funny to watch, too, because I didn't realize how much of like the reason they came to see me is because they thought I wasn't real. I know, yeah, they, they were the only ones, really. I don't, I think everybody else thought you were pretty authentic. Yeah, I think so too. I think I'd asked everyone afterwards if people thought I was real, and I don't think anybody thought that I was a catfish. So I don't know. But you know what? I like that Emma was like actually a fan of the show because she, she like really got into like the gameplay of it mm -hmm. and pulled like Mel B into it too. So like they actually, like, I feel like all things considered, they did a pretty solid job. Yeah, they did a very good job, and they were really like, fun. 
they yeah. were charming. They were funny. They were strategic. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe even more strategic than some people in the circle. They were, they played hard. <laughs> they were really, they were great. I, I'm so happy because like you could, you could have a celebrity guest come on and have them sort of phone it in and they didn't do that. And it doesn't seem like they wanted to do that. Like they were in it. They were really going to participate and they did. It's great. Do yeah, you awesome. know that wireless hair straighteners exist? Are you aware of this? So that was sort of a funny comment to make because if I was a Girl Scout, this would have been in like the 90s. And so right. that was not a thing at the time. That's only that's like a relatively recent thing. I don't even think that was like an early 2000s thing. Um, Answer the question. Do you know? <laughs> wow. Max, Max is playing hardball. Um, now I know. Oh, now I know. Okay. But I did not in the fifth grade when I brought a hair straightener to go camping. Okay. Damn. Max going to that's, the a jugular real, that's a real yeah i know i i remember hearing that comment too and be like i, know, I was huh. like that you were in, in girl scout camp i was in girl scouts i was in like the fifth grade not of that it was time. that comment they were like she's a catfish she can't i know be real. there's no way no there's no well, way. you know i guess like they weren't thinking about how old i was like from like I am myself, so I knew how young I was, but I guess they just didn't, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, now I, I'm aware now that there are wireless hair straighteners, but they were not at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I had a terrible Con Air one that literally did not work, and my hair was always in so, like a bit of a triangle, but you know, what could you do? Yeah, what can you do? Yep. What can you do? Yep. If you had made it to the end, Alyssa, would you have uh joined the conspiracy to give frank one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> gladly gladly yeah. like it's so funny because like immediately after the show finished and like we got to the finale and frank won it was like who could be mad like even like for all of the crazy stuff that happened in the show where we felt like people were you know, crossing alliances and what whatever the gameplay stuff was. Sure. Seeing Frank one seemed to like. I think Rachel's like Instagram that for the day of the finale was like all all's well that ends well, and that's truly how it felt. It was like that felt like that's what was supposed to happen, and like who could be mad? He, no one he I know. did. It, it did feel like he was the right winner when he won. A hundred percent. And yeah. it's hard to say like that that like someone deserves it more than other people because like everyone deserves a win but it sure. like he really deserved that win like and you could see it like it was just like we we all were genuinely so thrilled that it was him and we would have been happy if anybody won but it was a special it was something yeah. about frank winning was really special we talked with uh, alex brazard yesterday on the show mm -hmm. and and we asked him a little bit about it too and he his take on it was that uh most people voting for him first he, he said he specifically talked to trevor Mm -hmm. And said, why did you vote Frank first? Uh, because I, I think everybody kind of thought Trevor was going to go into that finale voting tactically and strategically. Mm -hmm. uh, so he had asked Trevor, why did you vote him first? And Trevor said, well, at the end of the day, I just felt like if I'm not going to win, I, I want to make sure he wins too. Yeah. Uh, because like, I, I just want a good winner for this season. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that was an interesting take. It always happens with the circle, which is why it's so funny like it always happens that at the very end you can't you almost can't predict how people are going to vote like yeah. it seems rare to me that people get to the finale and continue with their strategy as opposed to like the voting with your gut and voting with your heart type of thing so when we get down to the finale it's almost like anybody's game at that point because there's not that much that you can predict from there because i think a lot of people are like okay this is not about the game anymore this is who takes it home and if it's not going to be me this is who i want it to be interesting yeah and well do you think it also depends on the casting too of the types of people that make it to uh the final five like let's say let's say it was uh alex made it into the final five you made it into the final five john made it into the final five do you mm -hmm. think things would have gone a little differently if 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 y'all were in it with Frank at the end. It's hard for me to say because through throughout the game I 
unfortunately didn't get to talk to Frank. So, but I, there were, but there were days after I left where, you know, those connections could have hypothetically been made. Right. Um, and I always liked Frank, Frank in the game. Um, and so I don't really know. I think there was enough time after I left where things started to like grow and develop, especially because after, after, I think after John left, that's when things started to get like a little more on like the emotional side and people were getting like sure. very vulnerable and like the gameplay started to like fall by the wayside for most of the players, probably except for Alex. Like he, I think he stayed really strong with his strategy as a hard, like as hard as he could. Yeah. But I think for everybody else, they got like very vulnerable and that changes so much. Like I remember in the beginning of the game thinking like how it's so hard because in any other circumstance, like building trust with a person takes time. And to really, you really have to consider like, how do we as human beings build trust with each other? And you build trust by giving like vulnerability and by sure. giving information. And so when that started happening after, I think it was after like John left, then yeah. that's when like the real deep, deep alliances, I think really started to form versus like, it's funny to actually watch like how the whole thruple thing went down because watching it, I was like, I can't, like, I remember being in the game and being like, this is a solid thruple. I have nothing to worry about. But as I was watching it, obviously like in the edit and everything is all different when you watch it back. But I was like, hmm, maybe it actually wasn't as solid as even I thought hmm. it was. Like everyone seemed to be surprised about the way that I went home, which is the only, literally the only reason where I was like, oh no, I guess it was pretty yeah. I don't, you know, it's so do it's you, weird. do you feel that, uh, you brew and you Ling didn't, uh, you weren't vulnerable enough with each other. You weren't giving, uh, enough, uh, to, to where like, you know, you Ling wouldn't stay in that thruple and, and she ended up obviously grabbed gravitating towards Rachel and Frank. Yeah. I, I think that like looking back on it, a lot of our conversations in like the thruple chats were like fun and playful versus, mm -hmm being like that those really vulnerable conversations but we also were not really there in the game yet like everything's felt sort of light up until like right after i left i would argue that even as a viewer because like obviously i wasn't there but as a viewer after i left the game changed so much it was so different like because it wasn't all about the spice girls after <laughs> <laughs> pretty You're much. Right. yeah right. um but yeah like the tone of the game changed a lot yeah yeah it definitely did it, there was definitely a shift i feel like yeah we, we even saw you know um right you left in episode nine and you ling and frank had had some pretty serious kind of conversations where you ling like really opened up to frank about mm -hmm. you know like shame that she had had and stuff and we really didn't see any kind of deep conversations that you had had in the thruple, do you think that if you had had those conversations that maybe, you know, the thruple could have been a more serious alliance? A hundred percent. Yes, totally. I think like our conversations were really light and fun. And I know a lot of, like, lot of brew hashtags, right? a lot of brew <laughs> hashtags. <laughs> um, a lot of it was like, again, the, the tone of the game at the time I'm, um, I, I've, like I'm a, I can, I can be a pretty like, um, serious toned person from time to time where like Yu Ling is like a very like light, like she's joking all the time. Like she knows how to like, you know, keep conversation going in that direction. And somehow like, I'm just like, I feel like I was just like a big fucking bummer sometimes. So every now and then, like I was sort of being, getting, getting the feedback of like, lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. It up. I get you. You know? And so <laughs> I was like, got it. Got it. Not everyone okay. wants to talk about the trauma yet. Like, that's fine. We can talk about it later. Yeah. So it, was like, it was just, it was the tone this of the, the game. This is the Spice Girls section of the show. Like, exactly. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So it was the tone of the game at the time. And like, I think like even from a viewer perspective, when it gets too heavy too soon, it's like, mm, I can you know, that. if I wanted yeah. to watch like Celebrity Rehab, I would have watched Celebrity yeah. Rehab, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so when you met with the Spice Girls, you, Ellis, and you, you talked about how your strategy was to have these smaller alliances. So this mm -hmm. is a, 
a two prong question. One, yeah. uh, when did you come up with the strategy, and what was your goal of it? And also, do you think that this may have been your downfall? So, just overall, like, what what are your thoughts on kind of this whole smaller alliance uh, strategy thing? So the reason that I thought small alliances is because um, I've watched a few seasons of Big Brother. I'm by no means like a super fan, but I had a friend who had done a season years ago. And so one of the things that she, when we talked about what the friend? gameplay, Holly Allen, she was runner up when. Oh, Jackson right. Was. Oh, yeah. you're friends with Holly? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so when I would talk to her about like, I met her like right after she got off the show. Um, and so when I would talk to her about the gameplay, one of the things she said was it was always better to have smaller alliances because the big alliances are bound to break at some point. And then when mm. you break, when your group is already what, 10 people, how big of an, like, that's why I was always sort of hesitant when we did these, like, we had a few like girls chats. I can't remember how many of them made it into the show, but we had a lot of these girls chats. And John Carroll always kept trying to like sort of round it out into an alliance. And I never wanted to like, ex like formally accept it because I felt like having a, like what a six person alliance in a game of 10, I was like, this just can't go six well. Now. Yeah. But what I didn't consider is that, and like you wouldn't know, I guess, until you were on, I didn't consider that you are not, spending all day having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people. So like you kind of have to make some bigger alliances if you want to have enough alliances in the game. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if you have the option to have small conversations all day with a ton of different people, then yeah, go for it. Have as many small alliances as you want, avoid the right. big ones, but you don't have that luxury because you know, you're not choosing every conversation that you have. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, the other benefit, potentially to doing smaller uh, individual alliances is going into the finale we saw in season two and three when these uh, alliances, let's say like uh, Courtney and, and River and, mm -hmm. and, and some of those people in season two. And then uh, in season three, we had the band going to the finale. None of them won. The, yeah. the, the alliances of three, they never won going into the finale at all and so there is something to say about potentially trying to be on the fringe obviously mm -hmm. that didn't happen this season because different group of people i feel like in the finals than what we saw in season two and three but but i do think there is merit to uh, the strategy of of going with with more individual rather than than bigger alliances but it's just like it's such a fine line to walk like the way James did it of like, mm -hmm. he did have his like bigger group, but he also had uh, individual alliances separately that helped boost him to win it. So yeah, totally. And I felt like, like, um, when we were in our larger group chats, I couldn't always like there were people who always stood out in them. And it was like Frank, Yu Ling and Krissa. And so they they remained, you know, strong players through the duration of their games really and so i like in those group chats i felt like i sort of got lost in them mm -hmm. so that also made it kind of tough to to make those really big alliances beyond like the girl alliance which i think we we like kind of kind of stood by i think there was like it wasn't an official alliance of the girls chat but people but we were i think more inclined to want to protect each other um, Did the girls chat just not. fall apart because uh, of like people suspecting John as being a catfish? I think the girls chat fell apart. I don't know because the John being a catfish didn't, I think like our season was the first potentially to like be like, I don't really care that much about the catfish because ultimately yeah. it is really just a distraction to like the ultimate goal of the game yeah. most of the time. So I don't know if it was that. I think, I don't know. Up until up until I left, I would say when the Frank, Rachel, and Yulang Alliance formed, that one was immediately so strong. Like immediately they were so invested. Yeah. And like there are times when the chemistry is just right between the players and it just was for them. And so they just felt more inclined to protect each other. 
Um, and I'm trying to think of like another alliance before that one that would have changed like the girl overall girl group. And then I think when I left, um, like John was was like calling you Ling out. And I think like that sort of like took Carol a little bit. Like people were sort of viewing her in a different way because it was kind of like, you know, it was a lot coming from someone who was like I had said, like Mrs. Doubtfire in the game up until <laughs> right. then. And then all of a sudden, like, he just like was up to here with it and was like, you guys are all fake, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I not take it anymore. <laughs> you know, he's a 24 year old boy playing his mother, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you love to see it on the show. You love I mean, to he, see it. He did a great job. One of the things from his game specifically that I'm so mad didn't make it in was when we were doing, I think the Toga party, they played I Will Survive. And I'm 28. And mm. I knew at some point Carol had said that she had a daughter and a son and they were like 24 and 21 or something, like in their early 20s. Yeah. And at the time I was 27. And in the chat, Carol's ass comes out here and says, Gloria Gaynor brings me back. And I was like, Gloria, who knows that Gloria Gaynor sings that song? Like, that's such a popular song. <laughs> yeah. And I have, I had no idea that that's who sang it. And I literally was pacing the room back and forth. And I was like, no, because I was so sure that Carol was a catfish. And I was like, there's no way that a 24-year-old or a 21-year-old knows that it's Gloria Gaynor. And I was like losing my mind for like, like hours. I was like, this just yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we had, they had all the same discussions too with the Spice Girls too of uh, what ages do people know who the Spice Girls are? We asked Daniel Kusumano right. who was on our show recently if he knew who the Spice Girls were. He was like, hell no. He's like, I have no idea. Is that, that can't be true. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I knew the songs, but like, I really didn't know like anything about you know, like the, the Spice, Spice Girls. Girls. But Daniel's like what? 20 or something? He's, He's like 20, 21. Okay, yeah. I think he was 21 when he, 20 or 21 when he did the show. Yeah. So he's got to be like 22 now. I love Daniel. He's but we, we were sure that people. Who's the Spanish girl? <laughs> 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 Who is that? <laughs> it's Chris. Who's the Spanish girl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's really funny. That's a good clip. Why did things sour between you and John so quickly on the show? I felt like in episodes one and two, you, it, it seemed like you guys were going well. And then the cake challenge happened and you were like, Carol's a catfish. And okay. you, you call out Carol publicly and you were like, fuck Carol. <laughs> what it happened? Not, it was not a fuck Carol moment. It wasn't. Okay. I wanted to cast a little doubt. And honestly, in the game, like, like the way that it was watched, like the way that it was put together looked sure. so dramatic in the game. Everyone was kind of like, oh. And then we all moved on and it like wasn't that big of a deal. Okay. <laughs> but like it it looked like it was such a big deal. And <laughs> that's when Twitter Twitter was like, hold on. Because they were ready. They were ready. They were ready to come for me. And there were actually very funny memes from that whole thing. But so it wasn't as dramatic in the game. So, so you don't think you don't game. think because you Ling and and Frank, they were very adamant about that uh, that John was a catfish, that Mom and Carol was a catfish. Yeah, was that the starting moment that that uh, the the snowball going down the hill getting bigger and bigger? Was that uh... no? Because I think even when people saw her cake, they saw it. Like before Everybody I said it, saw it too. Yeah. yeah, everyone was also like, hmm. Um, but like I remember the first thing that Carol said in our group chat was like, is everyone settling in? I just put out fresh cut flowers and baked bread. And I said, now, hold on a second. I'm looking at my fridge and I'm looking at my room and there is no way in hell you got fresh cut flowers. Yeah, that's insane. And flour <laughs> and yeast to make it like bread. She requested it, right? <laughs> okay. And so... And so I, I said, like, that was one of the first things I said to John was like, you made bread, please. Like I knew from the second you said you, you made bread, bread and he was like, no, I, he, no, he said he did actually make bread though. So like, I was like, so you just, oh. he really did ask for things to make bread and he really truly did make you bread. You make bread? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. He's, so he, he's one of those pandemic people that, that <laughs> got into bread making as a hobby. Apparently, <laughs> apparently um, he's an interesting person through and through. So I, <laughs> nothing surprises me with him, actually. That's so funny. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, let, let's okay. see here. I th- I'm seeing some questions in the chat. Let's get one up here. Uh, Alyssa, smaller alliances do make sense sometimes. Although, did you ever have any side alliances or a dynamic duo type conversation in hindsight, if you could go back, who would you work with? So funny enough, as I was asking for chats with Krissa and John over and over again for days on end, um, I, they were like, no, but um, we do have Nathan. And I was like, Nathan? And like, from my perspective, I was like, I don't care if this person is a catfish or not a catfish. I don't know what, like, whatever. I'm not going to try. Like, he just seemed like, like, not like, it's so funny now knowing how Alex was playing the game because he flew under my radar so well that I just Mm. like, I was pretty sure it was a catfish, but I couldn't confirm. But it also felt like he wasn't saying enough in the game to like, make me feel like I had to really be that worried. But in hindsight, I wish I made more out of that conversation because um, because obviously Alex is so strategic and so like he was so on top of it that like even like as I was watching it now, I'm, I'm watching him fully make a strategy to take me down and I'm rooting him on. I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's so good. Oh my God. Big brain. Come on. Like, I, cause he's so, he's, he obviously you're screaming at the TV. You're like, fuck a list. Literally like fuck my game up. Exactly. Like I, he's so, <laughs> he has such a good mind for this type of thing. Uh-huh. And I, had I had picked up more on like Nathan and really, I wish I would have made the most out of that connection because he clearly had like a different type of handle on the game and I had no clue. And I, Did I you have of, less notes on him than the others. What, what was your, your note taking like? For yeah. Nathan? Like Nathan, Nathan, I think had one sheet, Carol, three sheets. <laughs> you could write a whole book for Carol. Yeah. Oh, I could have written a dissertation fully. And, <laughs> I, they actually didn't even show, um, I had like on the other side of my wall, there was the RIP gone, but not forgotten wall. And so I would take everyone's sheets and move them over there so that I stayed organized, but also people stayed remembered. So as people left, I moved them to the other side of my kitchen. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm (laughs) sentimental as you can, as you can see. A little different from Lee's, uh, serial killer killer portraits on the wall. I the only thing <laughs> the only thing I drew the whole time I was in the game I think was um one of my friends at home had asked me to draw a frog. I I'm not a terrible drawer artist. Uh-huh. Yeah. The way that my brain could not produce what a frog looked like, I was like this is crazy cuz like a like a cartoonish looking frog. I could not it took me days. By the time that picture is actually up in my room, I think it was like one of the last days I was there, if not the last day I was there, I was like, that's embarrassing because I couldn't figure out how to draw a frog. That's that a was very where specific I ca- request. Yeah, why did they want yeah. you to draw a frog? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He really likes frogs. Just wanted to I, torture I you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you're, you're like, I'm going on the circle. It's this big TV show on Netflix. And he's like, draw a frog. Me a fucking frog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, care of anything else that happened in the game. I don't yes. want to know anything. Just draw me a frog and then give me the timestamp of where I can see the frog. <laughs> Legitimately, I don't I don't think he even watched it. I sent him a screenshot of where the, the frog was and he was like sick. I was like, that was not not worth all the stress that I <laughs> sick. Sick. <laughs> <Yeah. Nice. laughs> I was like, cool, glad I was stressing out about this. He just gives you a thumbs up and that's it. <laughs> like essentially. Essentially. I was like, okay. You're like, cool. I worked hard on this frog for this. <laughs> Good thing I had literally all of the time in the world on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so oh, Alyssa, um, you were an influencer at one point. Mm-hmm. That was exciting. You get to get to the uh the influencer hangout, and it seemed that the choice came down to between Carol and Krissa. Mm-hmm. What was it really like a tight decision between Krissa and Carol, or did you guys really 
come down to to Krista easily? What was that decision like for you and Yuling? What, what was it really like in the so, in the hangout? I wanted to keep Carol because she was loyal to me. Like she already had kept me in the game, but that was like the person Yuling was willing to put on the line for me. Like now there's like, like so much like ridiculous, silly stuff around like how, why I blocked Carol, but, or not Carol, Krissa. The only, only reason is because she was a good player and they wouldn't let me get anywhere close to her. And so I knew that she would forever be like, a blind spot in my game and so i was like you know this is my this is my chance to get on top of like the only person that i felt like i had no idea how she was playing like i had no idea if she was strategic or playing with you know her gut i had no clue what was going on and she was also rated sixth that round so it seemed like it made sense because like it would cause yeah. the least of like a ripple effect through the rest of the game. Sure. Um, because she was rated so low, like she was rated last that round. Um, and that was literally the only reason. And, you know, it's it sucks because I remember the first time I saw her profile, I was like, she's so cool. Like her profile. I don't remember. I'm sure like you see all of it, but her profile was like about how kids are the future and she's a dog mom, like so many things that like are common ground for us that we could have yeah. talked about. And I remember I would like, assumed it was just her spinning the basketball on her finger. <laughs> yeah. About that. Right, <laughs> right. So cool. <laughs> right. So like, I, but there were so many cool things about her. That I was like, I want to get to know her. And I said that immediately. I wanted to get to know her yeah. and I just, you know, I didn't get the chance. Which you didn't just... get conversations with her as much. No, That's no. And yeah. it is, it's unfortunate. Um, and it's also one of those things where like, you feel like you're taking something away from somebody when you're blocking them. And like, in reality, it's no one's money. Like it's no one's money yeah. when we're all in the game, but it really does feel like you're, you're ripping the rug out from under someone. And it's but it feels like that should be an easy conversation after you block that person. Like, hey, like we didn't get to talk. That sucks. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you know? yeah, right. You Ling got to have a conversation and say, yeah, it was Alyssa's fault. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you Lisa made me do it. It was so, Alyssa's fault. She caved like, very quick. <laughs> I, I, um, <laughs> not her exact words, um, but. <laughs> But again, like, like there's, there's always parts of those conversations that you don't necessarily see, but I will say yeah. like one of the things like watching it back again, because, because I got a lot of like, you know, um, shit for that decision. Mm. But one of the things that sort of made me feel like, okay, like I'm not crazy. Obviously this happened like so many months ago that like, I remember everything and I had journaled everything, but like production takes all of your notes. Like you can't have anything related to the show. I remembered like feeling so bad about that decision, especially because she has a family, like she has a wife and a daughter and whatever. But when, mm. when, and a million followers <laughs> and a in her Gap, family, yeah, and a national gap commercial, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but so it, it did make me feel better that like, she is a really like, she's successful. I mean, obviously I don't know her whole situation. It did make me feel a little better though, that like, it's yeah. not like I pulled somebody out of the game that like, had nothing yeah. going on outside of outside of the show, but still, oh, like it's still, it. yeah. So, yeah, she's she's crushing it. She's crushing it, um, which was like a relief for sure. But one of the things that also made me feel a little better is when when the influencers are announced and it's Yuling, Krissa already starts to get like she's like okay, 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 and you can see her wheels are spinning like fuck, okay, and then it, it's me who comes up and she's like shit. And she knew because we don't, the only, that was her reaction because she knew that we had no relationship at that point. Mm, so okay. in the same way that I, I felt like it was a good decision to block her specifically because I didn't have any information on her. She felt worried clearly because of her reaction the second that I was an influencer. So, yeah. you know, like it, it was, we both didn't, we both didn't get to have conversations yeah. with each other. We both knew you know, the only, if the, the positions only had been swapped, maybe you had been going a hundred percent. And I would have understood a hundred percent. I would have understood because we didn't get the chance and it's not, it's neither of our faults. It's like, you know, there's a, a million other factors that go into like who has conversations and who doesn't and whatever. 
And so, you know, it was just like the nature of the game. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is she has such a big fan base. So they want to see her succeed. And they were really, really pissed that it was me who got in the way of that. Yeah. It's tough because most fans, you know, they they don't understand like the ins and outs of of like how a big film production works and things right. like that. So it's, you know, you don't you don't always get to have every conversation uh, that you want to be able to have. Uh, yeah, totally. It's, it's what happens. Yeah. And at, so. at the end of the day, like we are characters in a TV show to the people who view it, and so um, that's just that's just kind of the way that it always is they're never going to really i don't not that they people never but it's unlikely that people are going to immediately assume that maybe there's other conversations that took place or maybe yeah. there's other things you know but why yeah. would they they're, they're watching a show they're not you know, yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not my the, therapist. They, oh, the no, show is crafting a storyline. They gotta, they gotta, you know, yeah. create the overall story arc. Yeah, right, right, right. We have a question here from from Allie. She says, "Was it difficult to see all these new players come in and almost be forced to vote out the OG Circle fam?" Uh, yeah, not too many OGs in the finals uh, this this time around. Well, yes and no. I mean, I think it's it's tough because you feel like you um work so hard like i know i know like the feeling that alex had like i could see it on his face it's like you worked so hard and you put so much of your brain and heart and soul into it sure, and yeah. then having people come in and i think even like like trevor and everson did they have any opportunities to get blocked I don't think so. They I must have just from like the the super secret influencer and things. Yes. I think. Uh, yeah. Was was there one blocking before that match? There was one blocking. I think there was that. one before. They that. they, they yeah. could have been ranked last. Okay. Oh yes, that's it was right. A double blocking. That was, was that blocking. was when Alex uh, went home. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So they had just when as many opportunities. And, yeah. yeah when, oh, brew. Yes. They had just as many opportunities to to you know not make it to the end as they did to make it to the end and they they played well and they also i think coming in later in the game you have the benefit of like um you're not seeing your alliances start to be shaky and the longer you're in it the more you're also like you know spitting a whole bunch of plates and trying to keep everybody happy and there's you're getting caught up in all these alliances that are falling apart and things get complicated as the game continues. So really the only benefit they have is like the simplicity of having just gotten there. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it just kind of is what it is. And it helps that like, they both are like dynamic, wonderful, funny, entertaining people. So like when they're in the chats, yeah, they're doing, they're, they're giving a great impression because they're wonderful people. So yeah. Well, yeah, Eberson, he was a great character. And mm -hmm. Amani, Max and I both thought that Trevor was a really smooth catfish, really good player. Did you, uh, going back watching the season, what did you think of Amani's game? Um, I think, like, I think Trevor surprised me with yeah. how solid he was. Yeah. <laughs> he did such a good job. Not that he, that I like had any doubt really, but like I had, I mean, I didn't really play with Imani that much, but like right, I right. almost passed out when Trevor came out in the finale. Like, I could not believe it. And I think that <laughs> Did everyone you recognize him immediately? Immediately. Did immediately. Yeah. yeah. Because I was such a big fan of Delisa. Delisa's also from the Bronx and Trevor's from Brooklyn. And so like I was immediately, I felt an allegiance to that. So that was really yeah. exciting. Um, and I was so impressed, so impressed, so happy that he played that way. Um, yeah. Similar to like the Spice Girls, like he could have phoned it in because he was like recognizable and he didn't like he played and he he did a really great job. So it was exciting. Going into the oh, finale, <laughs> <laughs> going into the finale, we uh, we both thought Trevor was going to win. He was our our winner pick going into it. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think about those final rankings? Because Trevor. Trevor did rank Frank first. If he hadn't, Trevor would have won. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what are your thoughts on on everybody ranking Frank first? What's your thoughts on the final rankings in general? Um, I mean that that made sense to me. I think like when I think of each of the players individually, the only one that I didn't know too much about in terms of like the 
Oh, hi, Alex. Alex Brizard is in the chat. We also have other Alex in the chat. Alex Lake in the chat, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, oh, yeah, Alex Lake is in here, too. Hey. Um, what was I saying? I don't remember. What were you talking oh, about? Oh, we were. Oh, about. Uh, oh, frank and the way that, that he was voted i i don't that didn't like really surprise me the only person that i i wasn't sure maybe was everson because frank was in the chat that i had with imani so like i saw them interact but i didn't really see everson and frank interact oh no that's a lie because we had there was a chat the day after we did those parties and it was like whoever didn't get to chat at that party it was like everson and, oh, and imani right. yeah. swapped and Frank and Everson got along really well in that chat too. Frank was like, like it made sense to me that he won and it made sense oh, that he made it to yeah. the end. Cause at, like you couldn't, he did not take, there was not one misstep. Like there was literally not one moment where he did something in the game where everyone was like, I don't know. Like everything that he said and did was like lovely and funny and super um, sincere. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, and he was just being himself. Yeah. Yep. You know, so, oh, apparently they flirted and it was cut out. I, I vaguely remember that, but I can't. Wait, who flirted? I'm assuming that's Everson and Frank. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I vaguely awesome. remember that. That's yeah. That's incredible. Why didn't they show um, that? <laughs> so, uh, Alyssa, we do need to take a darker route and talk about you getting blocked. Mm. I know mm -hmm. this is hard. This was actually the uh, most heartbreaking, I think, blocking that we've seen. It was very sad. You getting I was, blocked. I was really sad. I was really sad. I think, like, at that point, let me also just say that it was, we had that whole, like, cyber blocking situation took hours. Hours, hours and hours. So, like, it was it was the equivalent of, like, when you're playing dodgeball in school and like people are just picking teams, <laughs> picking <laughs> like it was that. Yeah. Um, and, and I was watching it for hours, just sitting in like essentially fetal position in front of my TV for hours. And then Bruce decisions specifically took 45 minutes. Oh, so by the time, and I just sat there the whole time holding my pee the whole time for 45 minutes. <laughs> so part of it was like the like built anxiety of it of like oh my god i just want to know and then having it not be my name was awful um it was like 3 a.m at that point let me also just say so i was exhausted on top of like the stress of how it like went back and forth um and and it it sucked to see like uh you know first you laying not picking my name and then i was like fuck and then and then really like, I don't, the I got, a, again, like another thing that people had like feedback for me on was why was I so mad at you Ling, but not so mad at Brew. And it was because Brew had two choices. And one of the first things Brew said to me was when I saw you Ling didn't pick you, I was concerned that like our alliance was not as strong as I right. thought it was, Yeah, which is a valid concern. And, you know, and I said this in the finale too, I think I was just like so surprised because Yuling and I were also just influencers together too, like right before that. So I felt like if she was like my best friend in the game at that time. So I was like, oh my God, like, did I miscalculate all of this? Yeah. Did I miscalculate this whole situation? Because if she was the person I trust trusted the most and, you know, she didn't, she didn't save me. Like it just, it was like hurtful. Yeah. And it also just like, I could not, how could I have guessed that that's how I was going to go? And it also was like late and I was exhausted and I was watching it for hours. <laughs> Do you think that brew was going to save you? I was so 50, 50 on it. Okay, and, really and didn't know. I really didn't know. And, and like brew was 50, 50 on it until he made the decision. Apparently he went sure. back and forth like a ton and I don't blame him for like, you know, it sucks. And I obviously I wish I could have stayed. But, you Do know, you it think was you and him could have made some some inroads because uh, Max and I talked about this a lot on the podcast of uh, if he had taken you instead of Carol, because it seemed like uh, Carol was was 
pretty much uh, just the big shield at a certain point where everybody was like gunning for her and it was obvious that she was a catfish. But you, we, we thought maybe still had some inroads with, with some of the other contestants. Uh, so, so we were wondering if maybe Brew would have had a better chance going forward with you than going forward with Carol. Maybe, maybe. I, I think um, it was interesting like watching all the episodes after I left, even up through the finale, like the finale dinner and mm -hmm. hearing my name come up over and over and over again. And like, so I think that I was well liked in the game and I'm glad I didn't like totally misread that. Um, yeah. And so it, it's possible. I think like, I think John Carroll also kind of got a little um, like, intense after i left and was like not taking as calculated of steps like he was he was a little bit like activated after that and was kind of like oh my god what is going on and and that threw him off a little bit i think i don't know it's possible it's possible i think like i now knowing how all the other players like frank and rachel felt about me and hearing my name come up so much Pro probably but Bruce should have kept you he made the wrong move he Thanks, did guys <laughs> true. it's true mama carol was dead in the water she was out like the next the next yeah. blocking or two like she was dead nobody yeah. wanted to work with her no one trusted her Everyone... yeah yeah I, I do understand where bruce coming from when 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 choosing mama carol because you know that's like his ride or die or whatever. And they had the mm -hmm. whole mom son thing going on. I, I, I get it. But I, I just wonder if, if uh, you two together could have made more, more inroads than him. And, yeah. I mean, and, I understand why you Ling really threw him off. He was his whole world. Yeah. Was yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but again, like, and this is what I said to her at the finale or Michelle, her, whatever in the finale that like, you know, we all can, I couldn't have predicted the other alliances that she yeah, had. Yeah, exactly. Right. But like you you kind of forget that you're not the only alliance, but I can I think it was Brew who said this when I went to his room that like the game is about um alliances, but it's also about like the recency of all your conversations too. Like mm -hmm. if if him and I I think we didn't have a thruple chat for like a day and and Brew and Carol had just had a conversation, I think, earlier in that day. And so, you know, that definitely played a big part of, of the way that the his decision went. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not saying that you get to decide who you get to talk to, but why did you talk to decide to go see Brew and not see <laughs> you, Ling? <laughs> Because I was upset and like, and realistically, like it's, it's just a game. And I think my, my, like one of the people, like one of the producers was like, you know, you can go see Ling, but do you really want like your last moments here to be you upset? And I was like, mm, you're right. And you're pretty epic. <laughs> but you know what's funny is I'm also like not confrontational. So like realistically, I would have just gone to Yuling's room and cried. So like that's neither is she. Fun. So you both would have just been crying, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. She would have hid. Been... She wouldn't have come out. <laughs> yeah. she she's, she's less confrontational than you. So we would have cried and held each other, and then, yeah. and yeah. then everyone would have been like, "This was a mistake. Wrap it up. What's yeah. going go on? Go see Brew. This Get her out. Yeah. Sign NDAs. This is yeah. not entertaining. <laughs> They're just crying. This is a mess. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like the biggest reason was i was too upset and like and and i love you i loved her from the second she was in the game i still love her now it's like and ultimately it's just yeah. a game and so like i'm glad that i didn't go see her because because i wanted the time to cool off like i got blocked and then immediately they were like okay let's go and i was like are you joking i'm drying tears off my cheeks um and so i'm glad i got to see brew too because like he was so like he was so upset like he really was so upset with like the whole decision and even watching the next day um watching the circle chat the next day oh he, right yeah i saw his eyes were like all bloodshot and red and he texted me that morning to like check in because he's like such a lovely person and mm. he was like just checking in i know today's your blocking episode and he told me that he was crying that morning like he was so upset oh 
about, you know, having to let people go. And I think it's that same thing of like, you feel like you're taking something away from somebody. It's like all the game until you get to that moment. And then you're like, fuck, it's not, you know, then it doesn't feel like a game anymore because it's a life changing amount of money. Yeah, definitely. You know, also brew. He's so hot. You know, he's really, he's really hot. I'm going to kill you guys. I'm going to find that soundboard and I'm going to take a Q-tip, soak it in acetone and drip it over that one button. (laughs) I can't stand it. I also, for the record, said that in the hallway. Like, so like out of the realm of the room i oh, cannot they got believe it. that was they got it and i got I... it too and it's preserved <laughs> yeah. forever Alyssa. that's right now terrible. it's in the soundboard forever <laughs> you're terrible i hate it i hate it and I, now to this day sorry one of the dogs is crying to this okay. day um i still get so many messages that are like what happened with you and brew and i'm like it's almost like none of you have social media all of a sudden because he has this like beautiful wonderful girlfriend who is like the sweetest human on earth they're like both from michigan they like they're literally the most perfect humans for each other i'm like how could you possibly (laughs) even bring my mess into this game all right but you brew and you ling talked about like open mouth kissing like all the time like can you blame people for asking questions like it was a main plot arc of the series (laughs) very important it was mentioned twice we were waiting for the third beat Yes, this is all a big part of Yu Ling's character development. Oh my god! Well, yeah, I mean, I don't blame people for asking, but then at some point, it just would have like, like, Bruce's relationship is public enough. Yeah, no, I know. You know. Yeah. What one would think? What did you think of the uh, the conversation the next day uh, after you got blocked with Yu Ling and uh, and Brew and how intense that got? I think that was the most intense conversation we saw all season. Yeah. I mean, as being that it was about my blocking, it did feel nice to see people like kind of defend me because it felt like such a betrayal. Like I was like, what the fuck just happened? And like, I I think everyone sort of kind of felt that way, but I was like, it's confusing that you all are confused because you all made these decisions. I don't, (laughs) you know? So it was, it was nice to see that like, that that really truly like even for you Ling was not how she thought that was going to go like she really didn't think that's how that was going to go yeah um but you know it's the kind of thing where where no one is talking to each other face to face nobody knows each other face to face so it's really easy to just like not take responsibility for making a decision that like affected whatever part of the game or you know sure yeah so but i felt very special in in that moment (laughs) watching it watching it (laughs) <laughs> Your blocking did have one of the bigger impacts in the game for sure. Yeah. 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 And I, I really like, it was sad because I felt like I was doing really well and had gotten so far and I was having so much fun that mm. like to have it just be like gone like that. Oh, like, ugh. I remember sitting in my holding apartment and being like, they're going to bring me back in. They just have to, like, they're going to bring me back in <laughs> and it's going to be fine. And my chaperone was just like, I was like, no, (laughs) I was so sad. (laughs) Tell them you want to come back for all stars. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I want them to do an all star season so badly, but I think that we would all, I, the only way that I could figure, cause like the catfish stuff and we all know each other in real life. Now that's the problem. That's the biggest problem is like all of the seasons end up immediately becoming friends with each other we trauma bonded yeah and now we all you know talk and hang out so it would be tough to do well max has a good pitch for 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 what to do to fix that right Max? let me hear it well you all go in and then what is it they what was they hire they hire fake actors uh to when a person gets blocked uh the fake actor does the goodbye video message and it's just some random person yeah, uh, and oh. so nobody will ever know that every single before person before them that's been blocked was actually someone they actually knew or maybe were friends. Yes, with. and then also when they go to like visit the person that that was just blocked, like in mm-hmm. the apartment, it's also an actor in the apartment. 
Damn. So like when you, when you yeah. go to visit the person in the apartment, so like you're not a real person. You, you could be blocking a friend of yours and have never even known it. Shuby could be blocking Joey and he would never would have known it. You know. Damn. That's yeah, it's pretty all good. Smoke and mirrors. That's pretty good. <laughs> and you know what? Now that we know that they have Spice Girls budget, let's just start throwing shit yes. to the wind. Yeah. Why not? I don't care if you need to take out of the prize money too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Netflix can afford it, anyway. right? Netflix can afford it. Please. They're doing well as a company. Right now. Are they? <laughs> I my my increasing great. membership to the, the, to Netflix.com tells me otherwise. But... Yeah. <laughs> 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 they haven't been they haven't been uh, doing so well in the stock market lately. No. You know, yeah. but it's it just feels like one of those things where it's like I don't want to like, I mean, it's just, it's not even about Netflix specifically. It's just about like the whole way yeah, that all this sure. corporate stuff happens. It's like, are you just making like a normal exorbitant amount of money instead of like a really exorbitant amount of money? Like, what does it really mean if Netflix yeah. is doing like not as good, you know? It, the circle seems like it's a, a little bit more of a lower budget show uh, that that they can create versus like some of these these like Stranger Things is huge, you know. But like yeah. the, the reality TV shows are, are a lot cheaper to make, so you know maybe yeah, they're, there's they're longevity. Cancel and... the reality TV shows; they're yeah. too cheap to make, and too many people watch them. Like, there's... and they also like the the circle apartment is just there and wired up all the time. Yeah, like there's so no reason sure to cancel helps. it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure that um, helps. So Alyssa, how how are things going in your in your real life? Any like how are how how are how is the how is your job going um as as your as being an assistant to a sex therapist? How is your work going? Well, um my boss like moved out of the area, I moved out of the area, and so we still keep in touch all the time, but I don't work for her anymore. Oh no. Um, yeah, I mean we're still we're still friends and we're mm-hmm. cool, but she She's also like in her late fifties. So like the the pace of her working is like kind of slowing down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But so, yeah, so we're still in touch and we talk all the time, but now I'm in a certification program now to be a sex coach myself. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Technically I am a sex coach at at this very moment, but I'm pursuing like a, a um, more official certification that will hopefully yes. happen at the end of the year. Nice. Um, and then I, I have like my silly little day job that helps me support going to school. And in the meantime, I just, you know, having a platform is really, I don't take that lightly. And so um, my whole thing was I really wanted to bring accurate uh, research backed sex education to people and create a safe space for people to talk about that and have those kinds of conversations. And so like, that's really the biggest gift out of this whole thing is I have been able to like actually help people. And that's a really cool feeling. Like I have, I get really lovely, lovely DMS and messages from people that just feel better by having like a a person who wants to talk about this stuff for them or with them. That's That's amazing. Yeah. I saw on on Instagram that you went to the Museum of Sex with John. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. That was we we had that mentioned day. in the show once. You told did you tell Mama Carol when she was asking, or no, you told someone I else told, when they were asking. I told Nathan because That's he was right. talking about you, Ling. To I told go him on it was a date a, there. To go on a date there. So you I... and John went there. Was that a date? <laughs> It was not a date. Okay. <laughs> the Museum of Sex invited the both of us because he's oh, in New really? York. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we That's had amazing. <laughs> we had so many like sex conversations. And so like it made sense that he was the person who came with me versus, you know, Nathan is in Arizona. Um, so he, they they invited the both of us and it was I've been there several times. That's like yeah. that that museum is like my party trick for when people come into town. And he's never been it was the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life we also got recognized more in that day than i ever have in my whole <laughs> life so it's just me holding a penis balloon and random people coming up to us and being like oh my god and we're like yeah yeah that must be insanely nice surreal you. considering you talked about the sex museum on the show oh my god and they see you Did you work here <laughs> they honestly the, there were there were employees who came up to us too that were like oh there was one there was one employee who was working the um mechanical bull who 
refused to believe that John was John. So like John is on the mechanical bull and she's like, okay, like what speed do you want? And do you want the vibrator on? And he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and she's like, <laughs> you kind of sound like that guy from that show. And he was like, I am that guy from that show. And then like, it's like slowly turning on and she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, yeah, no, I am. I am. <laughs> and then he's like, and she's the girl from that show. And I was like, and she's like, I was just watching it on my lunch break. I can't believe it. And she just kept asking us if we were serious. And I was like, why would I lie about that? <laughs> it just feels like if I were going to lie about who I was, I'd go bigger. Yes. You know, I would go bigger than that. But she know. just couldn't believe you were at the sex museum. She couldn't, <laughs> couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. It was really That's fun. So wild. Yeah, it was really fun. And uh, we got to go to, they have a little bar in there and we got to have some drinks at the bar. Um, John had a Clitorita. He, he fancies himself a fruity drink. So that's what he had. Mm -hmm. And then um, I believe I had a sparkling rim job. And then we got, and then we got shots that were in like, um, it was, it was, it was a penis and then a thing at the end and it shoots the shot into your mouth. So it was a good PG time. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, Last season, yeah. they asked everybody in a game to uh, name what kind of cocktail they would be. I, I think those would all be great. <laughs> I think I would have gotten kicked. Like my my vog, my producer would have been like, "You gotta cut it out. You gotta cut it out." Clitorita. <laughs> I'd be like, "Yes, that's C L I." Hey, come on, it's Netflix. Come on. I know. <laughs> let me say Clitorita. Come on. I'm surprised at how much they let in, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. They let you say vagina three times, one time loudly. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, it's also very funny because we filmed the intro and they were like, okay, great. So we're just going to need you to say vagina to this camera and this camera and this camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, my dad is going to love this. <laughs> but you know what? It was cool. And it, it's nice because like a big part of, um like the whole sex education space is like being able to say your body parts for what they are like vagina is yeah. not a dirty word so let's you know vagina 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 alex lake says museum of sex is cool but do you know about the secret museum of erotic artifacts from pompeii no where is that <laughs> I think the most famous image of those is is the the guy who was jacking off right as he got oh, uh, yes, petrified. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I yeah. love that. Very famous. Very, yes. I love that because he was like the end is near. Yes. <laughs> Gonna go out happy. Yeah, exactly. Not surprised. Not surprised. I'm sure his wife was like gathering the children. He was like, hold right. on. Yeah. He's like, oh, I need a few minutes, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes! yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. That's so funny. Oh my god. Absurd. <laughs> oh, and I see somebody asked if we get to pick the decorations for the apartment. No, we don't. A lot of people oh. think that we do. We do not. They they design. They like take their best guess at what they think you would like, and then they design it. However, they do. I liked my room. My room was cute. I was a fan. Do you know who else was in your room from previous seasons? Daniel thinks that we shared a room, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Daniel Cusimano. Yeah, they all look so similar. Yeah. I actually should ask him if he remembers. I think my room was like 5A or 5B, which mm. like the day that we started the show was so funny because they they put they like, you know, bring you to this room and they go through like, you know, whatever prep stuff they have to do with you. And then they're like, okay, are you ready? You're going to go to your room. So exciting. And at this point, my chaperone is like my emotional support animal. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to miss you so much. And she's, <laughs> we walk out of that room and she just starts walking down the hallway. I'm like, where are you going? And she's like, you're here. So like the room I was in was here and my show room was literally right here. So oh, she wow. just keeps walking down the hallway. I'm like, where are you going? And she's like, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Traumatic. Yeah. It was so it was it was really fun. It was a good time. 
<laughs> and then when I got blocked, like one of the first things I said was, is Amy coming to get me? And they were like, yeah, she's coming in the morning. I, like, <laughs> I need I my like, chaperone. Okay. her up. And then when she, when she came to get me, when she came to get me, she went, now you've done it. Now I have to throw away my whole shopping list. Unbelievable. Get in the car. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Oh no. So you were in trouble. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She was, she had started her Amazon cart. She was prepared for my win. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh boy. What a time. Well, Alyssa, time. this has been such a great interview. Yes. Yay. We want to thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find you on the internet? We want them to find you in all of your great resources. Um, I am at Alyssa Lube, which is uh, A-L-Y-S-S-A-L-J-U-B on TikTok and Instagram. I don't really use Twitter very much. You can find me on there. I think my my literal Twitter name is Thicky Lovato. So do with that what you will. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I think that's the best piece of information we've gotten this entire interview. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I aim to please. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. yes. Um, but this was so much fun. Yes. I think you're, you're talking to Carol today, too, right? Yep. Yes, at yeah, 6, 6 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Be sure to join us back. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us here on youtube.com slash reality alert. Uh, so you can follow us for the rest of our exit interviews with the circle cast and the temptation Island cast. We have Mark L Wahlberg host of temptation yes. Island on the podcast tomorrow, living legend host of <laughs> antique roadshow too. So the better Mark Wahlberg is what we better call Mark Wahlberg. Yes. So get excited and, uh, we'll see everybody real soon. Bye. Bye. It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. It's so hot. Ugh.